My beloved in Jesus Christ, our Lord, I pray all of you are up, dressed, not in your pajamas, watching this divine liturgy, and definitely, I hope you're not having a cup of coffee reclined in your Barker lounger. This is the holy day, this is the Lord's day, and so we are going to live this day, no matter where God has planted us at this moment, live it reflecting the glory uh, of the resurrection glory of the eighth day, the first day. And so I am with you in your homes, and as the body of Christ, you are with me here in this divine liturgy. We can't be separated. It's impossible. The head cannot be separated from the body. I have a little story, a, a personal story, about uh, a camping experience I had with my family, my dad and my mom and my brother and sister, we were on a fishing trip. And we were up in Canada, British Columbia, at a fly fishing lake only called Peter Hope, up near Kamloops. So up their ways. Beautiful, beautiful lake. Completely off the grid. There was no power up there other than the cabins that were there had generators. We were fishing for a certain kind of fish and they were known to be very large fish. I'm not exaggerating. They were very large. And the best time for fishing for these were early in the morning before sunrise and just as the sun was going down throughout a big part of the night. So one evening, all five of us were in our 12-foot boat and, and we pushed out into the water, and you know, no power motors were allowed, only electric motors. And so we motored on out to where we were going to go. And usually to catch the fish, you want to be fishing on the shoal where, where the shallow goes down into the deep. Because in the evening, the fish are coming up to feed, and they come up along that shoal. So my dad was running the motor in the back, and so he had an anchor back there with him. Mom was up on the bow, dad was in the back, and the three of us were in the middle. And dad lowers the anchor, and, and so the night goes on, the evening, and mom and dad are casting at one end of the boat, the other's casting at the other end of the boat, and this particular night, there was just a few bites from what I recall. Finally, mom and dad says, okay, we're not getting anything tonight, it's time to, time to go in. And, and dad gave me a great treat, he says, Michael, go ahead, you run the motor, I'll swap places with you, and you turn on the motor and take us down the lake back to the camp. Oh, I was excited. So I got back there carefully so we didn't tip the boat, and I got into the motor, and, you know, it's just on, and then it's low, medium, high. It's pretty, you know, idiot-proof. So I'm turning it on, and then I turn it up a little bit higher, and I turn it up a little bit higher, and I'm going along. I'm just having a great time. To be honest with you, I don't know how long this went. But at one point, my father says, uh, Michael, you may want to pull up the anchor. And so I was trying to make the boat go, even though the anchor was down. And with the anchor down, the boat wasn't going anywhere. Well, I'm sure I lit up the night sky with my red face <clears throat> when I was made aware of my error. Uh, so I pulled up the anchor, and boom, we took off like a, a flash. So uh, anchors are very important. Anchors the ships use to keep a boat from 
from going aground or keep a boat from, from bumping up another against another boat in a storm, in a harbor. They're, they're anchored to keep them from having destruction. Even out in the ocean, there's an anchor called a sea anchor. And you can read about this, interestingly enough, in St. Paul's account of his shipwreck in Acts of the Apostles. They threw out a sea anchor. Basically, it's like a parachute in a way. It creates drag. So as the boat is being pushed downwind, without the sea anchor, the boat will go all over. If it gets sideways, it'll broach and flip over. So the sea anchor is to kind of keep it somewhat straight, going with the waves and the wind. Anchors keep things in place, keep things steady. In our epistle today, of the Hebrews, the first one we heard, we heard about our, our hope. Our hope is in God. God showed the hope through Abraham. Abraham hoped in this promise that God had given him. And God, our hope of God is given to us through Jesus Christ, who is on the other side of the veil already, already on the other side of the resurrection. Our hope is Jesus Christ. Our hope is our life in Him. The epistle says, our hope is the anchor of our souls. Our hope is the anchor of our souls. So our hope in Christ keeps us stable, keeps us from falling over, keeps us from being blown around and uprooted. It keeps us going in the right direction if it's a stormy, stormy wind and we've got our sea anchor of hope in Christ. St. John Christen will say that our hope is already in heaven. Not going to be in heaven, our hope is already in heaven. Because our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ, is already there. And we are there with Him. He is the head. We are the body. He is our hope. Where is your soul anchored? Where are you anchored? Where are you putting your anchor? Is it in persons? Places? Things? Eventually, all these things will go away or disappoint you in some fashion. You'll find yourself hurt, let down. Anchoring yourself in this kind of fashion is only going to re lead to our own ruin, our own destruction, the downcast of ourselves. The only one we can depend on, unfailingly, is Jesus Christ. And so we have to be anchored in Him. If we anchor ourselves in accolades, we're going to be hurt all the time because our hope is in positive accolades. And as soon as we don't get one, we're crushed. Is our anchor in titles or job descriptions or this, that, or the other thing? All those things are going to pass away and eventually they will leave us dissatisfied. Our hope is the anchor of our soul. Looking back in the last week now, 
How have we been doing? Are we settled? Are we calm? Are we peaceful? Is our hope in Christ recognizing that He is in control? That all good will come out of it? That we will not lose any sacramental graces because we can't all come together and be fed on the body of Christ like we normally do? Our hope in Christ says we are being fed right now. We are being fed, you and I, in this divine liturgy. We are being fed, you and I, every time you pick up your gospel book or your Bible and you start reading it, every time you're in prayer, you're being fed. And you will remain stable, steadfast, and unmoving. Make sure our anchor is in Christ. Because it is a sure and firm anchor. And even though the storms of life will blow us around and knock us around hard, we won't be uprooted. We won't be allowed to crash into the, into the rocks of the seashore. We will remain in place. Because we're rooted in Christ. We are blessed to have a God who loves us, is concerned about each and every one of us, and wants to be our anchor, wants to be our rock that we put our trust in, that we depend on. It's up to us now to develop that trust. To be sure our anchor is firm. To be sure that we are living a life that keeps us from being tossed about. Yes, when I was trying to make the boat go, even on the highest power with that little motor, the boat wasn't going anywhere because it had been firmly anchored. And the same with our faith. Even though the storms of our current events are throwing us left and right and, right, and we're not sure what's going to happen, what it's going to be like once we come out of this, and we will come out of it, we know we're anchored in Christ, and we're not going anywhere. We will still remain the body of Christ, just as we are now, and just as we were three weeks from now when we were going along our life as if everything was normal, not aware of what was on the horizon. Christ is my anchor. He's the anchor of my soul. And I pray, is the anchor of your soul.